And welcome back to episode two of the Offline-ish podcast. Hello. Let's go. Before we start anything, uh, I think I speak for all of us when I say thank you for your positive feedback, for listening to the first episode. 100%. Everything. (laughs) Insane. Honestly, I genuinely was not expecting all that like amazing feedback from so many people different kinds of people it was so cool everyone has just been so nice so supportive like reaching out saying all of the nice things giving us ideas it's been like just so nice and overwhelming so yes like emily said thank you i was gonna say overwhelming overwhelming in the best way Mm -hmm. i feel like i have like a very strong like getting that feedback just makes me like more passionate about this thing oh 100 percent. you know when we obviously we started this because we wanted to do something casual and fun but i'm like oh my gosh this is like this is so much fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like the feedback like i think some of my favorite things i've heard people say are like well one which this is something that we said ourselves in the last episode which is we wish that something like this existed before So, and I've heard people like giving us that feedback, like, oh my gosh, this is great. The things you're talking about are so awesome and they need to be talked about. And like, that just gets me so excited and like, it's so affirming to hear. And then the other thing that I heard that was really just nice to hear was, um, somebody said that we sounded like we were friends at a sleepover. Yeah. (laughs) That is adorable. That was so cute. (laughs) That was the sweetest thing ever. Definitely the vibes we're shooting for. I actually really like about this, and I actually didn't think of this before we even started the podcast, was that, like, I know for a lot of people, at least a lot of streamers, sometimes being on the Twitch platform in general, even just watching other streamers, can be overwhelming a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And I think this podcast is great because we can talk about these things. And if somebody, like, I know personally, there is only so much time that I can spend on Twitch without mm-hmm. like getting very hard on myself, which we'll also be talking about that <laughs> today. Um, but uh, it's nice to be on a different platform and hear and talk about the same sort of things without being on a platform that sometimes can be a bit overwhelming. Um, but it's it's cool. Uh, we have some guest episodes that we want to have. Uh, we were ta- we we've been planning guest episodes since before we like actually recorded our first episode. But we have had somebody somebody reach out, and we are very interested in getting them on the podcast. So we wanted to let you guys know that you can expect guests coming on. Uh, maybe streamers, you know, content creators, Mm -hmm. um, people that you guys may be very familiar with. So yeah, that's, that's very exciting. Oh yeah. Also speaking of upcoming things today, we're, and, and Michelle kind of alluded to this already a little bit, but we're going to be talking about, oh, the lovely, wonderful thing that is (laughs) comparison mental health, Mm. looking at numbers, imposter Mm. syndrome, all of those things that go into streaming. Snaps all around. (laughs) Yeah. And and even like, we'll be talking about the streamer perspective, but this also kind of, we're going to tie it into how these things can be viewed when you're a moderator or a viewer, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's definitely mental health 
discussions to be had when you're a viewer on Twitch or just a member of a, an online community. Um, yeah. And having imposter syndrome or um, like looking at different numbers or interactions yeah. or whatever. So we'll be talking about those kinds of things and it's going to be a good conversation because we all have different perspectives that we're coming into this with. And mm-hmm. honestly, I, I'm really curious to hear what you guys have to say about this topic because Same. Um, we Me talked about well. it a little bit, but we didn't want to spoil the conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I feel yeah. like we've all alluded to this topic when conversing like with each other, mm-hmm. but we're like, okay, let's, let's save the actual conversation for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We like started last night and then we stopped ourselves because yeah, <laughs> we're like, okay, we need to save it for the this. podcast. Yeah. Save and it for the we- podcast. So we have like our first like genuine real conversation recorded. Right. Yeah. And we're going to wrap up the episode with some questions and topics that viewers have suggested for us to talk about to end on a little bit of a high note to kind of touch on some things that you guys have suggested and are interested in hearing about. So um, if you're interested in getting your questions answered on the show, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or email us at offlineishpodcast at gmail.com. I I think I want to say also like thank you to those people that have – that gave us like questions and suggestions for the mm-hmm. podcast too. Mm-hmm. Even the like create creators that have reached out, like thank you guys. It, it really means a lot, especially coming from uh, one the people that watch us on mm-hmm. Twitch, but also other people that do the same thing as us on Twitch. I right. think that's really really cool and exciting. So yeah, I just want to say thank you again for that. But yeah, I think um, this conversation is going to be. Quite, it might get quite intense. I don't know where it's going to yeah. go. Um, I was going to say, take everything yeah. with a grain of salt. Yes. Yeah, we'll definitely be speaking from our own experiences and, as always, um, just kind of things that we've learned and seen in in our own time on Twitch and mm-hmm. uh, the online world. But, yeah, it'll be yeah. good. It'll be good. I'm excited. So... How do we get into it? <laughs> How do we get into this? Oh boy, where do I start? The dreaded viewer count, I think, is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. I know for me, in, in my experience, I was, and I kind of talked about this in the last episode too, I was fortunate when I started streaming that I'd been kind of like around the Animal Crossing Twitch community a bit. So like, some people knew me already, and it did not take me very long to get to a cert- like the 50 followers, three viewer whatever Mm -hmm, mm um just because you know i've been around and i think there was and this was amazing there was a lot of excitement when i started streaming which is like just like weird to say like i don't want to sound like i'm taking that for granted at all like i just that support is so amazing um but you know that that dies down a little bit after a while and then it kind of is put on me (laughs) Mm -hmm. um to to maintain uh like the community and and one thing that's really hard to remind myself of sometimes and I don't know if you guys also fall into this is the reminder that like the number like every single number is a person like yeah yeah you know insane. like I, if there's five people watching me that's five even if they're like multitasking they're like playing a game or something or they're doing their laundry i've had people tell me that they fall asleep to my streams because i stream late at night but like that's five people who decided to like go to my content yeah and Mm -hmm. decided to have it on and were interested you know like those like 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember what the word is for it, but you know, like when you're driving in traffic and you just like look around and see all of the people in their cars and you have that thought, it's like all of these people have their own individual lives. There's like a word for that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have experienced this before, but sometimes I think about that when I'm streaming, when, you know, I switch my game from Animal Crossing to Stardew Valley or something and more of my audience is interested in Animal Crossing. So the number dips down a little bit. Yeah. And... Mm -hmm. You know, reminding myself of the fact that the people who are still there, like everyone that is there is like a person, you know? Right. Like, I think it's, I think it's also important for us to backtrack a little bit. So basically like all the three of us are, our main game when we stream is Animal Crossing. And I think it's safe to say our audience has been built off that game. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I know mine has, I mean, in my personal journey on Twitch, uh, I was getting quite close to being able to apply for partner and I knew at that time to be completely like transparent and I've said this on stream before mm-hmm. I knew at that time that to get to that like to do that partner push to get to that application I had to like solely stream Animal Crossing mm-hmm. to I get remember there. Yeah. yeah so I yeah, and I've heard other started... streamers say the same thing like you're definitely yeah. not alone in that like that is 100% yeah. a thing yeah and i mean obviously there's many benefits that come with like getting twitch partner and stuff so i was like super excited about that so i really pushed animal crossing and looking at it back it worked like it like my viewers skyrocketed um i was getting noticed more by other streamers that like are larger than me and like that was really exciting and it was just like and every day it was like up, 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 a new high every single day, like an right. internal feeling of this, like, oh my gosh, like, I wonder what to expect today. Um, and right. obviously the more people that are coming to your channel every day, the more, the more Twitch is going to promote your channel, which means even more people are going to come in. I oh know. I don't even know. I know when I'm streaming, it is such a bad habit of mine of just constantly checking Mm -hmm. and I know people say to turn it off Mm -hmm. but I can't get myself to do it it's so hard to turn it off Mm -hmm. it really is um and I feel like getting to a point where you're able to do that is like such a form of like self-growth and Mm self-care I never thought about numbers when I originally started out streaming because I didn't like, I don't know. I didn't have any expectations of myself. I was just like, this is for fun, like whatever numbers there are. And I'm thinking back and I'm like, I remember streams where I was speaking to like dead air for how long, maybe Mm -hmm. like an, an hour or two where I was just speaking to like dead air. And I had just as much fun as like, you know, and right. it's so weird to look, to look back on that. And I think about now, like when you're when you're sitting there and you see that number drop, or you are like the chat's dead for a hot minute, and you're like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's definitely it's a lot. It's a lot. It's definitely a feeling when um, a kind of a stuck feeling. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the times where it like. Obviously, there are certain aspects that you can control, but there's a lot of the time where things are out of your control as well, whether Mm -hmm. that's uh, the Twitch algorithm, whether that's 
the time of day that it is, the day of the week that it is, right. whether or not there's a global pandemic happening, whether countries are in lockdown right. or not. Like Right. And I feel like mm -hmm. Once you start to get more viewers, it's hard to remember that, like, to become affiliate, you need an average of five viewers. I think and it's that's three. difficult. It's like, actually three, I'm pretty three. sure. Oh, is it three? It's, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Three. It's difficult. It's not like another social media platform where YouTube, your video's up there forever, and then more and more views just keep coming along as right. time goes on. It's just, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have a question for you, Michelle. Yeah. Do you regret just playing Animal Crossing and building a foundation off of that, especially leading up to partner? Do you think that's like affected you in any way playing different games? Oh, interesting. Interesting. That's that's actually a good question. <laughs> um, I don't regret it because I the timing of it was was great. I mean, it happened around like I was around the time I like, like the, when the viewers started coming in and I was making a bit more income, it was around the time where I was like, okay, my part-time job is really toxic. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of working at this, at a, at a gym in the middle of a pandemic. It was mm -hmm. very, very stressful, very mm -hmm. hard on my body, like cleaning equipment and mm -hmm. dealing with people releasing their COVID anger at me all the time. God. Um, it was getting really toxic and I was just like, if I'm able to make a little bit of extra income from streaming, I'm going to quit this job because I can't handle this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the timing of it all worked, worked amazingly. And I've met some great people, um, through that and I, I wouldn't regret it, but there's definitely, there's definitely part of me that, uh, obviously I wish I could stream more of a variety of game of games and retain the same audience. That would be, that would be awesome, mm -hmm. but that's not reality. And mm -hmm. I even as a, like, as a viewer of streams, right. like right. I, mm -hmm. if there's a game that I'm watching somebody play, like if I see somebody is streaming a certain game and I like when they stream that game, I'm going to watch them. If I see they're streaming a game that I don't really know, not really familiar with, I'm probably not going to watch it. Like, mm -hmm. and I get that. So I don't know. It's just, I think the most important thing is being confident in your own content and learning mm -hmm. how to not make Twitch your life. Right. Yes. Or whatever streaming platform you stream on, mm -hmm. you know? I think it really depends um you know what but now that you like bring that up it t totally like a lot of this totally is related to your personal situation mm -hmm. like some people begin streaming and once the viewers start getting up they're that's what they want their full-time thing to be and that's what they're going to rely on because right. maybe they they didn't go to school and they don't really the school's not really for them and this was something that they see potential in and they're like i want to make this my forever job mm -hmm. and then there's other people who may be doing other things and they're like this is something that's working for me it's cool but i don't need to like rely on it and i think those different levels whatever level your whatever like your lifestyle is or your reason for streaming is is valid oh, like yeah. if you want to stream if you want to make content for that to be your full-time thing that mm -hmm. is okay and like that's oh, it's so thing. hard though i just it like is. it is oh between yeah. those two things like i feel myself caught in the middle right now because it is like i want but like i can't at this point you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah. and um i don't know comparing yourself to other people is just 
Oh, the worst. The worst? Emily, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've compared myself to you sometimes because we're... Oh, listen, I've compared to both of you before, yeah. So me, me and Emily are, like, very, like... We started around the same time. Within the same month, pretty much. And we're, we're growing at, like, a similar rate. And yeah. we're both, like, trying to, like, add other games into our whatever. And yeah. we're both, like, at each other's streams all the time. So it's kind of hard, like, and I mean, like, we're good friends. Like, I'm never going to be like, ugh, I can't believe Emily has so many viewers oh, today playing the same game as me. Like, nah. like, I'm never going to do that. Right. But, but it's so hard to not compare and, like, ask, like, why like obviously like my like all of our content is different because we all have different personalities we all have different ways that we you know mm-hmm. approach like playing games whatever interacting with our communities but like it's still and it it's important to remind yourself of that too um that like yeah. every streamer is is different and has their own their own right. thing but i kind of brought this up last night it's just like it's the twitch community is very very uh, what's the word nice to each other um encouraging of each other which I love but I sometimes feel bad if I'm not like bouncing off the walls for someone else mm. yeah I, that's you know another I mean? thing I wanted to talk about like especially Twitter like a lot of the mm-hmm. Twitch Animal Crossing community mm-hmm. translates onto Twitter and it's not even just like the Animal Crossing community there's so many other communities that I'm sure do the exact same thing this is just like what we've experienced um but they, a lot of the Twitch community has translated to Twitter and you constantly see people on Twitter saying things like, like, if you're comparing yourself to your friends and this, this and this, and you need to, you need to like reflect on yourself and mm-hmm. this, this, it's like a lot of these feelings are valid. And I think the person yeah. you are, just because you are comparing yourself to somebody or, and I've spoken to other streamers about this, many other streamers about this, just because you see somebody that could be your friend, that may not be your friend, and you see their success and you get a little bit sad, that is valid. And it mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you wish negativity of any kind towards yes. them. Right. It is literally an internal feeling that you cannot control. And mm-hmm. it's just simply jealousy which we all experience it's (laughs) it's terrible so normal to experience jealousy i think it's a good thing if you're feeling jealous especially in something that you're passionate about because that really means that you feel have a connection with in this situation streaming you know it's something that you really are passionate about and really want to i don't know yeah Yeah. well i think it's like the the jealousy itself is like totally like normal completely valid like yeah i haven't met anyone who said oh i've never compared myself to another streamer like i've never met a streamer who said that but the i think the more important thing is what you do with that i was emotion mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. are you going to use it to like harbor resentment or like Mm -hmm. get Mm -hmm. upset with yourself for not doing as well as you wish you were or are you going to use it as motivation to you know like be inspired by what other content creators are doing or like try to figure out how to branch out on your own and have your own unique kind of content or engage in your community in new and exciting ways like yeah what are you gonna do with that Uh, you know well, the thing is, like, intrusive thoughts, you can't control those. And I'm sure we everybody gets dark thoughts at times about yourself, about other people. You get dark thoughts, it's going to happen. But the person that you are and the person that other people are going to see is the way you present yourself and the way you, like what Barry said, the way you harvest that energy. Are mm-hmm. you going to use that as a way to motivate yourself and be like, 
um, you know what? This person is doing amazing. I want to be able to get there one day. I'm going to try doing this instead. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem that a lot of maybe content creators, not even just streamers, but like YouTubers even that they, that they have is that people, and I, you know what? I was listening to a YouTube video this morning where somebody was talking about like YouTuber tips. It was like an alpha gaming video. I, I love alpha gaming videos, by the way, highly Me recommend. <laughs> if you're looking for some streaming and YouTube tips, I highly recommend alpha gaming. Um, but he was saying that like, um, people think like, oh, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and wait for the day that I get lucky and I get noticed and I blow up. And it's like, Mm. that's not the way that you grow or the way that you continue to build a business or a brand. You have to do things. You have to give people a reason to watch you and Mm. not just wait for the day that you're going to become lucky. You got to put more effort, put more time. And obviously take care of yourself. I think that's the most important thing. If you're not taking Mm -hmm. care of yourself, people will also see that. But mm -hmm. I think the way that you spend your time, what you're doing is that's, I think that's important and not just thinking, oh, if I just keep doing this thing, I'm just going to wait till my day comes where I'm lucky. Like this person got lucky. Cause like the truth is that's not what happens. And (laughs) on top of that, like streamers don't become big streamers by getting big raids and people like streamers don't become big streamers by becoming friends with famous people. Like it's not how it works at all. So Mm -hmm. another note, if you're somebody who's trying to befriend a large streamer because you want to grow please don't (laughs) (laughs) i'm only friends with michelle because i want to grow as a streamer (laughs) no i wouldn't even like consider myself like i don't know i just i just i i see that far too often where people feel used by other people right um just because i mean i've i've had people message me just about my numbers and it's like other 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 streamers and they're like how how are you doing this blah Mm -hmm. blah blah like and it's you know it's obviously if you want some help and you want some tips there's there's a way to approach that but I think just being kind to other people and other creators is really important yeah I think you can still learn from other people on Twitch for sure of course Mm -hmm. course. but um doing it overdoing it can be detrimental to your mental health oh there's definitely a fine line between uh getting inspiration from somebody and Mm -hmm. learning from them to wanting to be like how can I be like them to yeah to copying them like flat out yeah because yeah I mean I I said earlier like how the three of us have very different um styles of content and Mm -hmm. it actually took me a while to like recognize that and realize that it's okay if we don't have like and it's good that we don't have the same audience. It's amazing. You know, like I I don't know. I've I've found some people that I can really look up to and yeah. That's but again, awesome. not not copying in any way, but just it's it's more of like a healthy being their success and admiring it and admiring right. it, learning from and, it. You know, yeah. yeah, and like kind of taking a look at like the journey that they took to get there kind of taking a second to realize okay why is it that they're successful and also like reflecting on myself like what is the unique thing about myself or my content Mm -hmm. or whatever exactly I can kind of hone in on none of us are reinventing the wheel yeah yeah (laughs) exactly I mean there's obviously staple things that are 
involving content creation, social media that will bring more retention to your shames because like having a good title that draws people in having a good thumbnail that draws people in for youtube videos Mm -hmm. obviously those things you can look at other people that are doing well and be like i'm going to do something similar to that when it comes to when you're changing the way you speak your personality the content that you make i think that's when it becomes an issue i think Mm -hmm. obviously learning the algorithms and stuff is important if we're going to be completely honest i mean there's also people like emma chamberlain for example who can have a thumbnail of just her sitting in a chair and people will watch (laughs) because she herself is so intriguing but the reality is of of content creation is not everybody online is that intriguing naturally like i know me for a like and this isn't a bad thing i'm not like an an, i'm not like emma chamberlain i'm not naturally intriguing to people i have to push myself a little bit and that's okay because i'm putting myself in new comfort zones but um yeah i feel like this this topic we've got into something new here that we were yeah we really did but i I kind of like it yeah we really have because I, I was thinking about, like, I was kind of thinking about, you know, ex- this experience, but from a moderation perspective, I've I've been a moderator for uh, a few streamers before I even knew you guys, and, and one streamer that I'm thinking about, they radically changed the content that they were making, and... It, it came as a surprise to a lot of people and they lost they lost a lot of people when they did it but one thing that I can say is that they seem so much happier so yeah, kind of we were talking so earlier about like what your goals are as a streamer because you know it everyone's definition of success on like when you're making content will be different and I think yeah. that this person in particular that I'm thinking of their main goal their I mean obviously they would I'm sure they would love to succeed numbers-wise and have, like, a huge audience. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure that they would love that kind of, like, in the back of their mind. But the thing that they care about the most is the close-knitness of their community. That's and so important. the people that they have around them. Like, just having a good group of friends, playing games together. Right. And yeah. so, you know, moderating for their for their channel, like having people come in and saying oh why do you only have this many people like first of all those messages get deleted right away right away never okay just a little side note never (laughs) ever 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 tell a streamer how many viewers they have or make a comment about it it is out of line if a streamer wants to know how many viewers they have at the moment they can look they'll do it themselves exactly right if they don't want to know then they won't be looking, but it's it's very inappropriate to mention it. I mean, I would never mention it personally. I don't think it's really ever appropriate to because yeah. really at the end of the day, you know, the numbers do matter when you're trying to, to push yourself to grow and that kind of thing. I don't know. People just have different goals for, for yeah. streaming. Yeah, and it, um, Barry, that's funny that you say that about uh, your other uh person that you mod for because I feel like I'm kind of going through that now with my Etsy stuff if you guys don't mm-hmm. know I have a YouTube channel and what my biggest video on there has like 56k views wow. and all of my mm. all of my videos were Etsy related and then now I'm starting to make like twist related stuff because that's what like I'm into right now and like I'm not even like the views are down <laughs> yeah but it's also like what am I gonna do something that I really don't care about anymore or 
something that makes me happy. Well, I think also if you're happy and I was, I was, I think I was talking about this. I was talking about this in one of my streams recently. I was saying like, if you're happy making the content that you're making, that's going to show and people will see that and the right people will be attracted to that. Like, um, Mm -hmm. I think the thing is, and I, I mentioned this also on my stream, the thing about Twitch specifically, and a lot of people talk about this, a lot of content creators, a lot of big creators talk about this. You don't grow from Twitch. Right. And I mean, mm-hmm. when you want to grow and you want to be like, I mean, if you want to make this like a full-time thing, like that doesn't, I mean, unless you're cre- incredibly lucky, it's not impossible, obviously, but that doesn't just happen from posting on Twitch. It happens from actually cr- curating good content on twitch for example and maybe sharing that on youtube sharing that on tiktok sharing that on twitter i think actually making good content Mm -hmm. is very important but also Mm -hmm. that being said people do stream for different reasons there are some people who stream them just sitting and doing their homework and there's that's Mm -hmm. also totally okay too it all depends on your on your situation of course (laughs) there's a stream about mooses Moose? About mooses. <laughs> Wait, isn't the plural t- of moose? Moose? Moose. <laughs> they were talking about their tw- thing today. There's literally a stream of the moose migrating in northern Sweden right now. <gasps> oh like, my gosh. That's good Wait, content. how many people are watching that? I kind of want to put it There was like 2,000 people watching it. I'm sorry to cut you off, Barry. I just felt like no, that was... No, you're good. That's important. Information that's so to know. Important. That's people... good content right there. Exactly. But it's different, you know? People are yeah. People are into it. Yeah, oh it's like when that there's giraffe con- was giving thing. birth. <laughs> the thing is, there's content for everybody out there. There are so many different types of content, and there is something for everyone. Um, but I think talking about like the the um, the numbers and looking at the numbers, like we said more towards the beginning of the episode, <laughs> um, <laughs> we we went on like a a, a weird little, little no, topic it's change. Good. It's good. Um, it is good. It is good. Um, no, but looking at the numbers, for example, like personally, I had my charity stream uh, on the weekend, and I was playing Animal Crossing. And when I play Animal Crossing, I feel okay keeping my viewer count on. It doesn't really affect me too much because I know people like want to watch animal crossing um so i like i'm usually okay leaving that one on but when i know i'm going to be playing a different game and i know the viewers are going to drop i like i was actually quite proud of myself for this i took the liberty of right when i started playing a new game i turned off that count and i was like i'm just going to enjoy myself i'm going to connect with the people that stick around and show them why i really love playing this game and hopefully the people that do stick around will want to come back next time i do it what mm-hmm. was the game Michelle? Shell. Okay, it, it was it, it was Fortnite. Okay, okay, and but me and Emily played with, with Michelle, and it was a blast. We had a oh, great I had a time. great and, time. And I think it's important to mention too, Michelle, like the feedback that you got from people when you you brought it up. I don't remember if it was your stream today or some other day, but you you mentioned like when I played Fortnite, I wasn't expecting people to stay, and like a good yeah. number of people did and said I had such a good time. Like seeing you guys yeah. play was like really mm-hmm. entertaining, and I think. That speaks a lot to, like, how important it is that, you know, if you're having a good time doing what you're doing, like, people notice that. People notice that, and you can use that in other areas, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And... Yeah, like, and the way I thought about it, and we, you all, you were talking about this uh, as well, Barry, the way that I thought about it was like, okay, I had this many people watching me play Animal Crossing. When I switched to Fortnite that number 
probably halved and a little bit less, but there was still what, like 70 to like a hundred people watching. I'm like, that's yeah. insane. That's like, yeah. I mean, if you like, told yourself a year ago that you would be playing Fortnite on Twitch and 70 uh, to hundred yeah, people would be watching, like, you know, it's, it, it's <laughs> insane. And you look at also larger creators, for example, Pokimane. Mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. Pokey play Valorant. Pokey plays Valorant. She averages like above 20,000. Okay. I watched Pokey play Minecraft. She had like 17,000. That's like a 4,000 wow. number difference. Right. And then you look at us and like, if we drop like what, 10, 12, 30 whatever viewers it's like oh my god what a hit you know that's what it feels like it feels like such a hit but you're like this is happening to everybody like Mm -hmm. even the biggest creators on twitch this happens to everyone it's not just because we're making bad content yeah and i feel like the more you play a certain game the more you'll grow a viewing with that too like for me the sims like i i think i'm averaging maybe 10 viewers when i play the sims Mm -hmm. um but it gets more and more every time still yeah. like if you look at that in the grand scheme of things it's that's right. still people that like watching you play that game right and it's that's... like that tiktok trend where it was like show a picture of this many followers you have you know have you seen that i haven't no it's like a state like it was a lot of like stadiums and like stuff and they're like oh i thought i didn't have a lot of followers but like here's a hundred people in a room and it's like a crowded <gasps> yeah. room you know Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, just like imagining so like like 10 people watching you play The Sims. That's like you having like a little house, like a little party with that's a party or something, that's like hanging out party. playing The Sims. Like that's such a great time. Like Yeah. 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 But, no, it's, 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 there's a lot to unpack and there's so much that goes into it and it definitely links to mental health. I think that's like, oh, for sure what we were what we're like trying to get at here and I think like obviously I don't want our conversation to come off as numbers are everything um because Mm -hmm. obviously every person that watches us every person that messages in our chats like we're so grateful for them even being there and I numbers they really aren't everything but they do eventually start affecting your mental health and mental health is everything (laughs) right you know so if you let those two link it slowly becomes everything to you michelle can you talk a little bit about your partner experience because i know you wanted to talk about that and i'm very curious yeah okay yeah i i could talk about it pretty briefly um yeah so when i was doing that whole animal crossing like i was like i'm just gonna play animal crossing and i think if i play animal crossing for like the next month i can apply for partner eventually i applied i think it was it my second time i think it was my second time applying and i got and i was like leading up to it i was like when i get twitch partner i'm gonna be able to play whatever game i want it's going to be fine. Michelle, you just got to push through this or this Animal Crossing content right now. And then once you get that check mark, baby, that's when the variety starts to come. Mm-hmm. And here I am months later or about a month and a half later after getting partner and I'm still only playing Animal Crossing <laughs> because I'm it's it's terrifying. It's scary. And the thing is like Deep down, I know numbers don't matter, and I know there's a solid, I have a solid foundation of people that will watch me no matter what I'm playing, and that's, those are the people that are, that I, I really want to cater to, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's weird. When I got partner, and so many of my friends that are partners or recently got partner, or partnered around the same time as me, went through the same thing, and I've spoken to them about it, but you get in this weird 
darkness. Mm. <laughs> it's like, Which is the opposite of what you would think. The right. opposite, the polar opposite. Like for the day, the day you hit it, the next day, you're on this high. There's this check mark beside your name that was never there before. You're being <laughs> recognized. Your tweet that you say, hey guys, I got partner, got hundreds of likes. You're like, wow. I'm set. (laughs) Right. You're like, this is it. This is it. My tweet popped off. I made it. But that is not the case because once you reach partner, then you start looking at other partners and then you start looking at other people that are partnering. And when you're uh, becoming a partner and you look at other partners, it's like, I am what, why did I get this? I don't Mm. deserve this. Why are people watching? So I got to just keep doing what these people like want and not like ever be able to do what I want to do and that sort of thing. And yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's it's weird. You get really sad. I felt very sad after getting partner. I was sad Mm. for probably about two or three weeks. I was very, very hard on myself. Mm. It was, it was, I literally didn't, I didn't want to stream. Like I I didn't want to stream, even though I had that check mark. Finally, I was like, people are expecting more from me. Yeah. And I don't have more to offer, mm. you know? I don't know. It was a very weird feeling. I'm sure a lot of my friends that have partnered are experiencing the same thing or have experienced the same thing. I don't know. It's 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 quite difficult to actually put into words. Oh, no. Um, I've, I mean, no, I've, I've heard the same thing from, from yeah. partners. They're like, you think that once you get the check mark, like, you're home free, you're good to go, you're never going to struggle, like, you know, having viewers like we were talking about earlier, or you're never yeah. going to struggle, like, with that you've been struggling with with streaming whatever but yeah. that's actually from what i've heard not the case at all it's like when quote the real work starts is what i've heard that's what uh-huh. i've heard too and, yeah <laughs> no even in um even i remember when i was when i was pushing for partner waiting for that application i was like when i get partner guys that's i'm going to feel that's going to be it like that's going to be great and i had partners in my chat that day mm-hmm. and they were like oh michelle sweetie you have so much to learn <laughs> like, oh my oh. poor little angel she's going to have it's all going to hit her isn't it and they were right <laughs> they were right it really did hit and obviously i don't want to come off as like ungrateful for getting twitch partner cuz that is just some people's like dreams you know yeah. what i mean and I I'm so grateful to have been able to get there, but um, I think saying that getting partner and suddenly you're happy is is not very accurate at all. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think a lot of the times, at least from my perspective, I guess we could talk a little bit about like viewers and stuff specifically. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think people, at least people in my chat, I don't know if maybe they're younger, who knows, but I've noticed that if people, people see that I'm a partner and they think that they can kind of treat me a certain way that I don't really like, Mm -hmm. um, kind of like, like I'm this sort of driving big, like this business owner, like, like (laughs) they treat me like I have a lot more willpower that in power in general than what I do and they think they can treat me in like any sort of way and it's like oh it's fine she's a partner like no that's that's not really the case like Mm -hmm. you know I don't know it's so funny to hear because we were kind of talking about that yesterday too how even when you're a small streamer you get messages mm -hmm. like that I guess it's like the two ends of the spectrum because if you are uh if you're a huge creator they're gonna think oh she's not looking at this kind of Mm -hmm. thing yeah 
Or she doesn't, she doesn't care. Like she's partner. She's got everything. She's fine. If I say this one thing, if I do this one thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the other (laughs) side also, I think streamers just have it rough in general because then there's the other side where like smaller streamers have people in their chats that like to manipulate them a little bit more because they're like, oh, I'm all they have sort of thing. And that's what people think. And I think there's two different sides to it. And I think just streamers in general just fucking have it it rough. Yeah. I mean, I think in those like moments when maybe not even in that exact moment, but maybe if it's helpful, like just in this conversation, I've been thinking about the importance of remembering why you started streaming in the first place. Yeah, and like what is like what are you I mean obviously like yes you're making content you're playing a game you're engaging with people whatever but like what is like the backbone reason that you're sitting in front of your computer doing the things like why are you actually doing this like having that like knowing that for yourself I think makes so a lot important. of these like more difficult things like especially like the mental health things too like if you're down on yourself about and again this is like speaking from my own experience like I I could go into my mental health experiences from from the last you know few months last year tying in like the effects of being quarantined for most oh, all, mm-hmm. like all of that time and all of those things um but at the end of the day like the thing that helps is for me at least bring me out of that is the reminder that you know the progress that I've made seeing you know like there's the fact that there's any people in my discord talking to each other the fact that there's anybody in the chat like talking to each other because for me the reason I started streaming was primarily the community aspect like you know I, I mentioned this last episode like the celebrating things with each other the the interactions the community the all of that and that's for me why I started streaming and just taking a second to look around and see the those those things that I'm hoping for those goals that I have like there's progress there you know mm-hmm. um, yeah maybe like like I don't know where you, where where you guys are at with your like mental health journey in relation to Twitch because I'm not going to assume that like we all have our shit together oh, and not stuff. at all <laughs> no yeah um but I personally like I don't know, maybe we can talk about things that have actually like actual tips or not even tips, but just things that we've done that worked for us in terms of maybe avoiding these things and like Mm -hmm. getting out of those ruts and making and being more productive with yourself and your time and taking care of yourself. Maybe we could talk about things that like have kind of helped us. Yeah. Okay, I can or... I can start. Yeah, I can go. Start. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear how you got out of this partner funk. That's that's what I'm yeah. actually curious about. Yeah, the part the partner funk was a, was a bit rough. Um for me, I personally my best my my best tip is at least at this time, one recognizing the fact that one we are in a pandemic. Yes. And we can't go outside, we can't do things, we can't see our IRL friends. So basically the internet is everything that we're, we're relying everything on the internet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think being able to recognize that, that, oh, if I was doing this and then I was going to hang out with my friends after, or I was going to go shopping later, or I was going to go to a park later, maybe I wouldn't be sitting here all day being like, why am I so bad at this? Why Mm -hmm. did this happen to Mm -hmm. me? Why did this? I would just be like, stream, go out, do things, life. 
right. know what I mean? Right. Instead of life being Twitch. Yeah. Um, and another thing that has really helped me, and I think this is important, and I wanted to I wanted to talk about this as well. Um, I actually haven't been very active, and obviously this is different for everybody. I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody. Some people really, really enjoy being in streams, but I haven't been on Twitch a lot. <laughs> um, I'm on the most time I'm on Twitch is when I'm streaming. Um, and obviously I want to support my friends. I want to be there for my friends. I want to be in their chats, but there are just times where like, and you know, sometimes I'll feel guilty, but there are mm -hmm. times where I'm like, I don't want to be on Twitch at all yeah. today. I really don't. And I want to support my friends, but I think there are other ways that I can support my friends, whether that's calling them in the evening and having a conversation about how their stream was mm -hmm. or, um messaging them or playing games with them in private like those things make me feel good and make me feel like I'm actually forming a proper bond with these people and mm -hmm. showing them their va their value to me mm -hmm. um and I think a lot of the times streamers might get in their head about like oh my friend doesn't this person doesn't come ever doesn't ever come to my streams or this person doesn't like sub to me or this person doesn't do this but they do it with this person and um I think recognizing that people have a different relationship with Twitch. I yeah. I personally, I watch the people that I watched before I started streaming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's who right. I watch, and I can't per I can't personally like watch a lot of streams because I get really down on myself. And honestly, the past couple weeks I've been so incredibly happy, like mm -hmm. with creating content and just doing whatever I want with Twitch. And I felt no pressure because I'm proving to the people that I want to prove to that are my friends that I support them, but I'm proving it in other ways rather than being incredibly active in their chats and doing this and doing this and doing this. So right. I don't yeah. know. I mean, other people might have a different perspective, but I, I, you got to like also put yourself first a lot of the time. I yeah. think that's great. I actually, it took me a while to kind of figure that out too. I would say that's that would be my tip um, as well, because I remember when I first got onto Twitch, I was there 24-7. I was in people's chats, blah, blah, blah. And again, like you said, I feel guilty now that I'm not as active as I once was. Mm -hmm. But um, focusing on other things, like I started reading recently. I started to do more yoga, just getting offline completely. Offline-ish. Mm -hmm. Offline-ish. Yeah. No, but look. No, but that's really listen. good, Emily. Like, that's honestly, yeah. like, helpful for me to hear, too. Yeah, totally. But yeah, I mean, even just, like, you know, taking the, the time to do things by yourself. Because, I mean, like, when you're online talking to people, like, even if the reality is that you're, like, alone in your your room or wherever you are on your computer mm -hmm. or phone or whatever, um, like, still taking those moments to actually like physically step away not needing that line of communication like a hundred percent of the time like taking the time to do yoga or read or find right. some other like hobby even if it's like playing a video game but just doing it by yourself yeah. like having that alone time is because that's something that i i think we're all in a very similar boat here where we're kind of realizing that being active uh, in like online communities 24 7 is just not healthy for our mental health it's, like it feels it's like not. it feels like it's what you're supposed to do to and I mean this is true even when I was like just a viewer even before I was a mod I felt like in order to like make friends in the community I needed to be there a hundred percent of the time and that's just not true I mean right. knowing yeah. your limits knowing 
you know, these are the specific things that I'm interested in. So like, if this community has a Minecraft server, like that's the thing I'll involve myself in. Like you don't need to do 100% of the things 100% of the time to, to be involved and get involved. And mm -hmm. as a mod lately, I've, I've been, at, and I felt guilty about this too, but even as a mod, I haven't been in streams that I mod for a hundred percent of the time even like Michelle and Emily streams sorry guys um, I don't think you need to though like I don't <laughs> exactly expect no. like that's the reason that there are multiple mods but I think it I don't know how many mods are listening to this but if you moderate for somebody on Twitch and they have multiple mods you don't need to in and if they don't have multiple mods maybe talk to the streamer about if they need to have more exactly because mm -hmm. yeah it's not your full-time job Unless it is, which I guess if you're modding Unless for is, a really yeah. big streamer, I guess it could be your full-time job. But more likely than not, it's not your full-time job. And mm -hmm. knowing where your limits are and taking the time for yourself. And honestly, sometimes, like, I'll be in the person's stream that I moderate and I'll just be lurking. Like, I'll just be, yeah. like, watching as a viewer yeah. for a little while because being on 100% of the time is just exhausting Nobody and can do it. Nobody can do it. And I was I was trying to, and I burnt myself out. And I found yeah. myself feeling like I was missing out on like other things that I wished I had time for. And yeah, you know, sacrificing things in my life that I really shouldn't. Um, like self-care and, mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. So hearing that you guys have had similar like experiences recently is really affirming and refreshing to hear honestly yeah. because in in all of those roles like as viewer mod and streamer it's it's hard to feel like sometimes you can step away entirely and do things on your own I but yeah, when you come back to the communities you're going to be a better version of yourself you're going to have a better time you're going to form better relationships yeah. because you'll be a better in a better state yourself you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Like this is this is a PSA to anybody listening right now that's a streamer or a moderator. One, you don't need to constantly have stream on in the background mm -hmm. if you do not want to. I know it's so easy to open up that Twitch bookmark, click the person that you see and just keep it on in the back. But I'm so guilty of this. It's hard to turn it off, but it's so easy to turn it on. And maybe like this, at least this is what I've been doing. But and obviously, if you're somebody that loves watching streams, it makes you genuinely so happy. By all means, knock yourself out. You give us a lot of our like jobs. Um, <laughs> but if you are somebody that you're like you're developing that toxic relationship with Twitch. One, that is totally okay. There are other ways to show your streamer friends that you support them. Maybe hang out with them in a Discord call one night, uh, even in private, like mm -hmm. play video games with them. That's what I've been doing a lot. And I feel like I've be be made such strong relationships, even with you guys. Like, I'm not able to be active in a lot of your streams, but being able to talk with you guys at the end of the day and getting in a call together, playing Fortnite together, like, I have never felt so close to like a Twitch community. You know what I mean? I'm going to cry. No, it's it's so true. And, you know, like exit those tabs, put on music instead or yeah. put on a Netflix show so or I forget about like, music. Just, 
Right? <laughs> right? Like, like, just mix All it up. All of my Spotify and you know is just streaming music, music right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I always remember music while I'm in the middle of streaming. I'm like, after this, I just want to sit head empty and listen to Pitbull. That's yes. all I want to do. <laughs> Speaking to after streaming, here's another way I feel guilty and I'm trying to overcome uh, recently is when I raid someone, mm-hmm. I feel so freaking bad about leaving. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. know, but like it's just something you got to do. I don't know if you guys. Well, feel the that truth way. is, most people do it anyway. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I think, I mean, if if the person I'm rating, if 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 I know that like there's somebody that I I mess with, yeah. like I know they won't mind if I need to go literally feed my poor grumbling stomach right (laughs) Right. you know what I mean right or if I need to get off twitch for the rest of the day yeah most of the people that I rate are like please go feed yourself please go get some water please go take a nap whatever yes take care of yourselves Mm -hmm. I guess I do want to add like one other like tip yeah but one thing Mm -hmm. that I've been doing lately is trying to go to bed at a decent time like yeah and one thing that I have in my my discord is like a little motivation area and you don't need to do this like it like you don't need to like share your your goals with people but sometimes that can be helpful if you have like oh, yeah. other people mm-hmm. that you're friends with in online communities and like they're the per- like one of the people that you're up late in calls with like till too late in the morning because you feel like socially like I should be here because the community's hanging out whatever or whatever the thing is for you that if there's anything holding you back from taking better care of yourself and you can find someone in the community that you're friends with or even if you just like write it down in a notebook for yourself whatever it is that works for motivating you to to work on those things to Take better care of yourself if this that's something that you feel like you need to do. Like, set those goals and, like, knock them out. Like, <laughs> because yeah, just, yeah. like, naming the goals that you have for, for self-care. And this doesn't even necessarily have to 100% do with online communities. But I just feel like after this this year, it's it's hard for a lot of people to to realize the, the places where they could be better taking care of themselves. Like, one of my goals is literally, like, drinking two bottles of water a day because I just forget to drink water mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. things like that. Yeah, because so. when you're glued to that screen, you're like, oh, I haven't had water in five hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like going to bed you before know. 2 a.m. Or, you know, it. whatever it yeah. is, whatever it is, like I think setting specific goals and that can be for, for whatever, um, but like naming what that goal is and trying to find a way to hold yourself accountable to it has been so helpful for me so helpful yeah. nice so, yeah I think another thing that I kind of want to add because this is just some this is a little bit away from the topic but um I I've been seeing this on Twitter recently and I'm not sure how much I agree with it and I don't know if I'm wrong for not agreeing with it um but I'm seeing a lot of creators tweeting things retweeting things liking things that are along the lines of like people's tweets saying saying support your creator friends retweet their sponsors Mm -hmm. do this for them do this for them support them don't forget to do this so that they know to deal on my own like (laughs) and 
I feel I read those and like I see creators that I love and I want to be friends with I want to develop real friendships with them and I see them liking or retweeting that stuff and I feel like shit but the reality is I come on the internet I I record whatever I stream I do my thing and then sometimes like for my mental health I just have to go and I don't have the time to sit and scroll through Twitter and see what all my friends are doing and making sure that I'm doing this for them and hitting that box and checking that mark like Mm -hmm. check marking that off for them and like I I don't know I it always it obviously depends on the type of person that you are but I personally like have so many other ways that I like to show my my support for somebody Mm -hmm. and of course if the time if I'm in the time the right situation where I have the ability to support my friends I think that's amazing and I think that's important and yeah you know that that's obviously great but I don't I think feeling that obligation to Mm -hmm. is very toxic and I think even if you read that on Twitter and you're seeing somebody that might be a big streamer tweeting that, that doesn't mean that it's right. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just something that I wanted to share. Yeah, I feel like it's a matter of doing what you're you're comfortable with and feel motivated to do and not feeling guilty yeah. when you don't do it. Right. I think that's, yeah, that's what it boils sure. down to. For sure. Having confidence in your friendship and recognizing that if if this person expects this, this, and this from me, they're obviously mm-hmm. not the type of person that I want in my life. Yeah. You know? Right. So yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. Okay, guys, that was a lot, but I think it was a, a lot. really <laughs> good conversation. And honestly, I'm really curious and excited to see what other people have to say after listening to this, like what other people's experiences are with these same topics. Yes. Because, I mean, as clearly we saw today like our experiences are all different and we all have like Mm -hmm. different things that we approach different ways and um I think just like starting the conversation and sharing our experiences like trying to give little tips like I think I think that's a really good and important conversation to have so yeah yeah but I think I think it's time to like get into some of our viewer questions which I'm really excited about because there's some good ones and they're really fun it'll uplift the mood a little bit so let's (laughs) Mm -hmm. let's get into them okay so we had somebody on Twitter ask us a couple questions um day baby oh da baby (laughs) (laughs) thanks to baby I said day baby. <laughs> Keep it day in. Baby. Don't Got cut it. it out. Got it. Do not cut that out, Barry. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. 100% leaving um, that in. Okay. So they responded to our tweet um, asking us three questions. The first one is, does the fact that being a woman in the streaming industry affect you in any way? And I'm not going to lie. I think we can have a whole episode about this. I agree 100%. So yes. I think maybe we shouldn't get super into it but as a general perspective Mm -hmm. uh i i mean i feel like with the games that we stream (laughs) with the games that we stream there is a major uh i'd say majority at least from what i've experienced are uh women Mm -hmm. i was just about to say i don't know a lot of male streamers now that i think about it yeah. yeah, but then you look in the grand scheme of things and things get a little twisted out there. <laughs> things are a little twisted out there in that the rest of the Twitch space. Mm-hmm. Um, I know personally, when I strayed away from Animal Crossing, I streamed Breath of the Wild a couple times. 
I had men in my chat telling me what to do and judging every move that I make and treating me as if I don't know what I'm doing. And if I do or I don't, it doesn't matter. Right. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's quite, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? And it it affects you because you instantly feel bad about yourself and then you start to think, oh, everybody thinks I'm bad at this game. Everybody's thinking this right now. It's not just this one person. We'll expand more on another time. Yeah, I will just say like as a mod for people, like for both male and female streamers, there is definitely a difference in in hmm. the things that people say in chat because um, like I modded for two streamers who played the same games. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they definitely got very different things in their chat, um, from the random people that would come in. The female streamer definitely yeah. got more spammy messages, definitely got more vulgar messages, got more mm-hmm. messages yeah. saying, you're not that good at this game or, Hey, give me a face reveal or whatever. Just like a lot of uncomfortable comments and yeah, the male streamer had... I mean, like, they got comments, like, just, like, rude stuff, but it was very, very different. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. like we said, we'll definitely get into that difference uh, in a later episode, because that's a really good question, and we'd love to dive deeper into that and all that that entails. Yeah. I feel like that mostly, like, encompasses, like, you guys, I'm sure everybody sees this stuff on the internet, but... People will, I mean, I've seen it on Reddit and stuff, people reading like threads that are like how to grow on Twitch, blah, 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 blah. And then it'll be like, just be a girl that looks good and has a high pitched voice and this, oh, this, gosh. and this. <sighs> that's, that's the general idea of that. But I think, yeah, we can get into that in coming episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Next question. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next question that DaBaby asked us is, did you always want to be content creators or was it a random spark? Ooh, I love exciting. this question. I feel like we're all going to have such different answers. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys Emily, want, do you want to you go first? I guess I'll start. I feel yeah. like I grew up in the age of YouTube. I didn't even really watch TV. I watched so much YouTube. I feel like it was inevitable that I would want to be a content creator. <laughs> I've like had so many YouTube channels for so many different things. Um, I mean, I also am an actor and a creative person outside of online content and stuff. So I, it just kind of seemed right when quarantine happened and I was out of a job that I would entertain people in a different way. Mm-hmm. I love oh, that. That makes sense. Totally. I love that. So I guess I it was both answer. a random spark. Um, I, I mean, I definitely would not be doing this if it wasn't for quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say kind of both for me, too. I, my experience is definitely different, though, because I grew up in the middle of nowhere and we had dial up Internet through <gasps> like my high school time. What? Like my, my high school did not have dial up Internet, but at home we had just horrible internet growing up and it's not because i'm really old it's just because (laughs) we lived in the middle of nowhere um so i did not grow up on youtube really i grew up what did i even watch like i watched like disney me and barry are the same age i don't know if you want to say that we're the same age yeah and (laughs) watching movies that my dad had that he would watch over and over again (laughs) um but i don't know exactly where the spark happened but i've always been into I, I did a lot of, like, writing, like, creative writing, and then I got into, like, 
digital art. This is like in high school. Like I just got my creativeness out that way, like digital art. And then we'd have to like make videos for like Spanish class or whatever. Right. And I really enjoyed editing those, making them look as good as I possibly could on my crappy first generation MacBook that was pink. I got it off eBay for like $40 or something. Wow. Um, and yeah. I used like the first version of iMovie. It was so, yeah. it was so bad, but I, I did my best you with it. You do what you gotta do. Yeah. And I mean, I had fun with it though. Like that's, that's the point I'm getting to is that I enjoyed doing it. So like when I got into college, I ended up like, I did like marketing and advertising. So like those creative communication outlets I guess mm -hmm. and then well my sister works for Twitch I mentioned this last episode but um that's kind of how I got into Twitch specifically I also started watching a lot more YouTube videos when I got into college whatever um I think I just saw just another kind of this is the part where I'm like similar to Emily Coco <laughs> <laughs> this is the part where I'm like similar to Emily in that I it was kind of like a random spark. Like once I saw the content and enjoyed it, I was like, hey, this is like something that I could do and would probably enjoy. I think I have a different answer from the both of you. Completely different answer. Um, I am not a creative person. I did not grow up as a creative person at all. I am very number oriented. Math and sciences are my strong suits. Mm. That's like, that's what I'm good at naturally naturally really good at but I've always wanted to be good at creative things um I I was YouTube raised me yeah YouTube like YouTube raised me I was watching videos from day one and then I'd watch a Bethany Moda Christmas video on her new Christmas bedroom tour and then I would go record the same thing on my camera and then delete <laughs> oh. it <laughs> like I was filming stuff all the time but just not posting it because I didn't know what I what to do and I was a literal child um there are videos of me lurking about on YouTube really really in the deep of me being of me being just a child vlogging and we're not going to get into that <laughs> there's a lot of weird content of me on YouTube but um yeah, no, YouTube raised me. It was something I've wanted to do since I even knew what YouTube really was. I, I've, I've been recording. I found a vlog of myself when I was like probably 10. <gasps> and I was like, hey, everyone, this is what I got for Christmas. And I was showing my new Aeropostale knit sweater, <laughs> oh, my sparkly shoes, my, my Jonah's brother Build-A-Bear. Like, it was insane. I've been wanting to do this since forever, but like I said, I'm not like a naturally creative person. So doing it, I really have to push myself out of my comfort zone. And I think it's given me like a good balance. I'm, I'm slowly learning more creative things, even though I'm not naturally creative. And I think that's, that's okay too. So yeah, no, it's it's something I've always wanted to do since I was a literal child. Yeah. Ever since I was, I watched so much Ryan Higa. <gasps> um, Me too. Oh so my much Ryan Higa, so much Mac Barbie 07. What about Super so Mac much... 18? No. no. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so much lore DIY. It was all that I liked. And the thing is, my friends didn't like it. It was just right. me. So I knew it was oh, something no. that it was like for me. Right. 
and mm-hmm. yeah that's it's it's something i've always wanted to do personally also michelle is a little bit younger than us your generation especially grew up with youtube um oh yeah like, i yeah. am a 2000 baby right like right in that wow. like sweet spot where people are starting to get paid and like actually have yeah. a career in content True. creation yeah mm-hmm. yeah I just find that interesting our next question are do you guys have any hobbies or interests that people may find new or cool or a little bit weird uh, yeah sorry to ooh, throw you guys on the spot like new, this weird or cool. i mean every, everybody who watches my stream already knows that i play the kazoo so that's out the window <laughs> i mean there might be people here that might may not watch any of our streams true so yeah feel free to yeah fe- feel free to discuss oh I mentioned th- I mentioned this on my stream the other day very briefly. I think um, it might surprise some people that I'm a really big Star Wars fan. Uh, like yes, mm-hmm. I it's been a while since I've watched the movie, and I will make the disclaimer that this is big Star Wars fan, fan of the movies. Mm-hmm. I know there are the TV shows. I haven't watched them. I've started watching The Mandalorian. Well, we're getting, we're getting there. there. I know it's a crime. I've never finished it, um, but. Um, regarding, especially the original six movies, um, I know a lot of random trivia. (laughs) And when I was in high school, there was like, it was really popular, like these apps on your phone that were like trivia apps that you would play against other people. And there was this one that you would just compete against random people. And there was a Star Wars category and I was number one or maybe like top 10. I don't know, but I was really high ranked in my state for the Star Wars no category. I, I was really good at the trivia and there were a lot of people in it. So that's a random thing. It was brought answer. up the other day and it was like on my mind. I was like, yeah, I'm a big Star Wars fan. That's a perfect answer. I am. I mean, I I've talked about this a few times, I guess, but, um, I, I'm, I grew up on sports. Like that's my, that's my thing. Mm. Um, I was no mean to brag ladies, but (laughs) I was captain of my hockey team and rugby team. Um, that was like, that's my biggest flex that I have in life. It's like the biggest, (laughs) like I want to, like that (laughs) probably is still on my resume. Um, no rugby was like one of my one of my and honestly if i were to somehow get back into it i it's one of my passions i love that game so much and Mm -hmm. um being like the captain of a team and i think that was like my first time that i like really started to embrace um i guess feminism if you will yeah it was just like my team is good my team is amazing you are all beautiful and you are all tough like like, yeah i really embraced that and i really started to embrace like women in sports and stuff and i love that stuff and i've played hockey since i was four years old um so yeah sports sports but i hate watching sports sports. (laughs) do you really i can't stand (laughs) i can't stand watching them but i can play them all day I can play them all day. I'm also, mm-hmm. uh, I can also play level expert uh, guitar on rock band. Thank wow. you. Wow. Wait, no way. I can play level expert on guitar hero. I can. Um, I don't know why I said it that way, but. <laughs> I feel like we're rivals now. Guitar hero versus yeah. rock band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what about just dance? Oh my gosh. Heck no yeah. way. Emily is our resident dancer. Yeah. Well, I guess I shouldn't speak for Michelle, but No, Michelle's a good dancer. I mean, I love too. Just Dance too, but I mean, I'm 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 busy on tour with my band. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't have time to go dance. I have a I have a world tour that I'm working yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I gotta I go forget. play with Aerosmith real quick. Oh my gosh. Yes, I have to go play "Say It Ain't So" in five. So yeah, yeah. I'll wrap this up yeah. real quick. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, I talked about it before. I was an actor before this, so like my in- you are so talented. Can I just say that, oh, guys? Emily God. is Emily like is so talented incredibly talented and i am just so blown away by emily and her boyfriend matt and john who's matt's twin brother like i'm Mm -hmm. so blown away by you guys (laughs) you're so sweet same it's so funny because you've never really seen me do anything (laughs) i mean i I follow you on instagram i follow you on twitter yeah i went to the bottom of your instagram emily and found a video of you performing Don't do that anymore. And no, I was like, oh my kidding. gosh, she's but so The good. fact that you can even get on a state, I don't know. You talk, well, you talk. Yeah. I'm taking over. Guess, I'm getting too excited. Well, I guess I I was a child theater actor. I literally missed school for three years of my life. I performed in Philadelphia. I would go to Philly by myself at age 10 to like 12, 13-ish. And oh I would gosh. perform and get paid and do all that cool stuff. So I guess it's always been in my blood. And then... um. So it's always been an interest of mine. And then right before the pandemic, um, I worked for Nickelodeon and danced in a show for them. Um, Wow. So so I guess that's like my main interest. I had another one that I was like, oh, I'm a Disney nerd, Disney parks nerd to be in to be exact. Disney World. Love it. I was a Disney vacation planner. I got it right before. Like, like, yeah, yeah. I've lived so many secret lives. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm learning <laughs> new things about y- you guys every day. I'm like, what? Yeah. Wait, excuse it me. Was, it was right before the pandemic. I was like, oh, this could be like a little side hustle. I'm a hustler. I was like, oh, this could be like a little side hustle <laughs> to get money. I don't know. I, I enjoy planning things. I enjoy Disney World. Um, so I did that for a hot second, but I love Disney World. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do our little sign off thing? We have a sign-off thing. What is our sign-off thing? We should keep that in. So I think that's it for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, please email us at offlineishpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Am I missing anything, ladies? I would just say if you're a creator that and you have a specific like topic regarding anything that you feel like you want to talk about possibly with us, please reach out to us to our email that Emily just said. Um, and we would love to to possibly discuss having people on the pod. Yeah, we will be having guests soon, guys. And we're Very so, soon. so excited about it. Um, yeah, I think that's it for today, guys. Thanks for chatting. And we'll Thank see you, you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye.